Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to my hungry athletes. Welcome to the Hungry Athlete Podcast. I am your coach, Chaz. I am here to guide you on your journey to becoming a hungrier and more fulfilled athlete and student of life. Comment, leave a review, and share. Follow my social media channels at IG, Noble C. Guerra, and on Twitter, at Noble C. Guerra. Today's episode is called Just Do It. This is episode six of the Hungry Athlete Podcast, and this is a part of the Becoming the Hungry Athlete series. Thank you for listening. Going back to the title of the episode, it is Just Do It. Just Do It. A fellow fraternity brother of mine has a phrase called G-A-I-N, gain. Get after it now. There's validity and success in those two statements. I want to give you another quote. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one steps. As hungry athletes, we are more than likely already in motion. But if you do not consider yourself a hungry athlete or you are just joining the hungry athlete community, here's how you begin. Take that first step. The greatest thing I learned from swimming is that you just have to just do it. In high school and middle school, I had the amazing opportunity given to me by my even more amazing coach um, to practice two to three times a week before school. This is before the bell rang at 7.25 a.m. in the morning to start our classes. This is before the sun peaked out and rolled over to the east side of the United States. Um, my first challenge of the day was to get out of bed at 4.45 a.m. in the morning to make swim practice. Synonymous to you, your first challenge of the day is to get out of bed. I call it a challenge because some people cannot make it out of their bed today. Some people can make it to the morning, too. It's true. People are dead right now, and they are not afforded the same opportunity as you, the gift of life. So I'm going to tell you is don't let the weather stop you. Don't let what your mother or dad say to you stop you. Don't let what the haters say stop you. Do not let your current sorrows keep you from getting out of bed. The comfort of your bed may seem like a safe space, but the time you lay idle will kill you slowly. In rest, we lose opportunities that life is given to us daily. As I had some trouble to get up this morning, I read a post on Instagram this morning that said, your comfort zone will kill you. And I ain't never jumped out of bed so quick. This journey of a thousand miles that you are taking begins with the first challenge. That first step is to get out of bed and not lay your head to rest. Just do it. Take that first step. Your second challenge is to get to it and to get to it on time. This may be more of a challenge to some and it may be easier to others. So I want you to think about how far of a distance do you have to travel to get to practice? How far are you from your gym? How far are you from work? Even how far are you from school? Accessibility is an important thing, especially when it comes to achieving your goals. Remember, control what you can control and nothing else. Control is a concept that we as humans have and we don't have a lot of it. We can control ourselves, but not those around us. So don't try to control the people around you. If you live an hour away from school and you take the bus or metro to you, or you take the bus or the metro, utilize your time wisely. Work your hardest to cut travel time out of your schedule because that time is idle time. Whether you take time to use an app where it teaches you a language, 
You use uh, that time to meditate properly while you're on the train for however many stops, for 10 stops. Um, You're using the time to read, to do your homework. Utilize that time properly um, so that you can make the best of your travel time. Maybe you have to leave 20 minutes earlier than you usually do. Or maybe you have to stop shooting for 10 hours of sleep and utilize your time before or after work to master your craft. Whatever it may be, utilize your time, your travel time properly, trim the fat in places where you are wasting time, and get to it on time. Sometimes being on time is just what you need, but being early will always set a better impression for yourself and to other people around you. Being 15 minutes early proves a couple things. One, it proves you're prepared. If you come to anything 15 minutes early, you're more than likely prepared or you're just in the area, but if you're coming to an interview early, if you're coming to work early, if you're coming into practice early, it shows you're prepared. So be prepared. It also shows you're respectful of other people's time. Um, when you are an athlete, you're more than likely have a coach. Um, when you're a student, you more than likely have a professor or a teacher. So when you show up on time, it shows to your, your I'm going to say master for lack of better terms, it shows to your master, I'm not saying master in terms of slave terms or whatever, um, it's talking about, it shows to your, your teacher that you care about the, the time that they're spending with you, and that you understand that this person doesn't have to be here, they're teaching me out of the kindness of their heart. All teachers teach out of either the kindness of their heart or for a check, but you have to respect it because they are there in that position for you, whether it's for good, whether it's for bad, um, but you showing up early, just it's it's res- it's the respectful thing to do, you know. And when you show up 15 minutes early or early, it proves that you value what you do. When you value what you do, it shows that you have purpose. And when you when you sh- when you have purpose to other people, people see that. People ask questions. People try to understand what you do or why you do it. So. When you show up early, um, have some value in what you do. If you value swim practice or you value track practice or you value basketball practice, show up earlier than everybody else and it will it will prove so much more to yourself. You'll prove so much more to your peers. You'll prove so much more to your coaches. It's all these things in one and it's just by being early. So it shows that by being early, I'm going to say it again, it shows you're prepared. It shows you're respectful of other people's times, and it shows you value what you do. Um, careful not to be late to things. It's all right to be late to things, whether it's, you know, you, this traffic. Traffic's always bad, though, in any state, in any place. So what you want to be cognizant of is that a lot of people are traveling at the same time as you. So if you if you're early... You can avoid the the common traffic. You can avoid the rush hour. You can avoid the rush hour coming back home. Um, I'm going to go back to being, be careful being late to things. Um, once you make being late a habit, uh, not only does it reflect badly on you, it reflects badly on the company that you spend with. Um, if it's apparent you don't care about people's time, Slowly and surely, people will begin not to respect your time. People will begin to show up late on you. People will begin to 
flake on you or not show up on the time just because of the way you act. How you act is a reflection of how you want to be treated. Um, so be very careful about time. Your second challenge is to get to it and to get to it on time. Your third challenge as a hungry athlete, as a student of life, is to when you arrive, just do it. Get after it now. Um, I'm going to go back to my swimming swimming stories. Um, so in the morning, Avenger, I would wake up at about 4.45 a.m. My coach, Fred, he would have a horn that would wake me up. The horn was customized, and it sounded like a fire truck in my driveway at the morning. Some mornings, it would have me upset. Some mornings, I would just be indifferent. Some mornings, actually now, I still hear that fire truck Prius van horn in my head, and that's what keeps me up. Uh, My bag for practice would already be prepared the night before. That's preparation. I took the preparation before so I wouldn't have to stumble in the dark in the morning. I'd go out to the car. And I drink my water, which you should always do. Drink your water before you practice. Drink your water as you wake up. Drink your water before you do anything. Drink water right now. Take a sip of water. Um, I would drink my water and munch on a healthy snack right before practice. Once me and Fred arrived at the pool, everyone, it would be about 8 to 12 of us, depending on the day. We would yawn and give our routine complaints about how it was too early or we should be in bed, or we have better things to do. But after a while, things would get quiet. And after moments of grumbling and moment, all you would hear are boom, 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 one after the other. Bodies falling, bodies jumping into the water, bodies diving into the water, one by one. Once we were there, we got to it. We had to. My swim team, we were the best. We were the best in the city. The best black team in the city. Um, best black swim team in the city. We had no other option. We had people looking towards us in our schools, in our community. We had our friends looking to us as we were We were individually our, the fastest swimmers within our schools, the fastest swimmers within our community. So we had to be very careful and understand that people were watching us and people they expected the best of us, and they wanted us to do better. So there was no point in testing the waters. Some people, what they do, they get to the water, they get to the pool, and the and this is figuratively, and they dip their big toe in the water. Have you ever gone to a pool and you dipped your big toe in the water to test the waters, to see how warm it was, to see how cool it was? That was not where we were at at that point in time. We had already gotten rid of our first challenge. We had already traveled the way to go to practice. So there was no point in testing the waters. We had to just get to it. A lot of people find themselves on the brink of success, but the issue that they face is once they get to practice or once they face that roadblock or once they face that first uncomfortability, they waste their time testing the waters. Some people even may put their big toe in the water and walk away for good. The best thing that you can do is to, once you get to it, go after it now. Just do it. Do not test the waters. Get in. 
Once you begin practice, you warm up for a reason. Your body is getting used to the conditions around you. That's your body getting used to the conditions around you, whether it's the people around you, whether it's the the speed that you're going, whether it's um the things that you're learning, the language that you're learning, the subject that you're trying you're attempting to improve yourself on. You have to understand that your body is getting used to it and that your mind is getting used to it. So a warm-up is necessary. You have to warm up. Um, you have to be able to trust yourself. You want to be able to trust your coaches and trust the process. Trust the nitty-gritty. You have to embrace the tedious. Embrace the practices where you're doing the same workout and you're over it. But understand that once you hit that race, once you face that team, that all that practice will be for good reason. I promise you, it will be for good reason. It's not going to be easy to start. You may even feel the coldness of the darkness all around you. But on the other side of this practice, on the other side of the pain, is success. It's, it's, it's the light. With enough hours comes mastery. And if you find yourself a master of a craft, it is now your duty to teach those Teach those under you as those above you have teached you for done, have done for you. That is the reason why I coach now. This is the reason why I I share this podcast now is because I've been given this wisdom. I've been given this um these gifts, these these talents that I have now, they were not inside of me to begin with. I was not born an amazing swimmer. I was not born an empathetic person. I wasn't born a good football player. These were given to me by, and I'm going to name some names right now. Coach Jeff, Coach Fred, Coach Casey, Coach Coach Paul, Coach, Coach Lyle, Coach Mike, all these names, all these different people. Fred, I got, I got Ron, I got D, I got Elon. I got these people that have put themselves that have put themselves in position to teach, to mentor, and to help those under. So I I feel it's my duty. I feel like it's God's will almost for all of us to teach, for all of us to give back to our community because people have given to us. We are not who we are because of our, ourselves. We are ourselves because of the different experiences that we have been through in our lives that have shaped us. The pain, the struggle, the happy times, all of it is making us. All these experiences are making us. A mentor turned friend of mine had one day told me as a young teenager, I was about 13 or 14 years old. He said, you know, Chaz, a lot of people think things, you just do them. And that was one of the greatest compliments I ever received in my life. That was one of the greatest things I ever heard. From then on, I learned to make more mindful decisions and now I'm wiser, and now I don't have to make the same mistakes that I did back in the past. Um, because the only way that you can understand if the decision is bad or not is if you go through it and experience is the best teacher. So now that I'm wiser, I understand what I can do or who I should be helping. It's all full circle. It's all coming back to me now. I'm able to help the kids not make the same mistakes that I did because I already been through it. I already been through the pain. So once you get through it, 
Once you, when I'm going to give, and this is going back to the third challenge. The third challenge that you face is when you arrive to just do it, to get after it. Don't, don't stay stagnant. You already got in the bag. You already traveled the distance. So why don't you just do it? So think about this. This is the beginning of your journey. What direction do you need to step in? If you're starting a new journey, if you're already 500 miles in, if you're 200 miles in, if you're 999.99 miles in, don't stop. Don't stop the direction you're going. Don't turn back because you've already been through it. You've already put yourself through the experiences to get you where you are now. So why are you going to stop? So if there's anything I can tell you as an athlete, as a student of life, as a as a friend, just do it. Get after it now. Um, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Hungry Athlete Podcast. The title, once again, is to just do it. Share this with your teammates. Share with your friends. Share with your coworkers. I want you to follow. Leave a review. Follow my social medias at Noble C. Guerra on IG and Twitter. Um, <clears throat> share this with five friends you've, you, you know, you spend your most time with. Um, thank you. I appreciate you guys for listening every single time. Thank you, athletes of life. Stay hungry.